All right, welcome everybody to the Zoomer podcast, where we're going to talk about what games are lit, what other games slap, and some games you should sleep on. Yeet. Yeet. I'm going to yeet so many games at you guys. (laughs) What are you talking about? I... Speak what are you up. Talking about. Uh, sorry. Uh, wrong. Sorry, I got my appointments mixed up. Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast. When's Billy Eilish gonna get a game? This is the best gaming this podcast that's exclusively about Wasteland Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you imagine Billy Eilish in the Def Jam yeah. game, <laughs> getting pile driver by Snoop Dogg. Six nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't want us to get started on that, but Fantasy Def Jam is a, is a very fun concept to play around in. Maybe yeah, we'll get into that later. It'll yeah. come back. I'm your host, Andy. This is episode 28, and I'm joined by four other fellow, or fellow campfire compatriots, including Flask. Oh, howdy. Including John. Hey folks, how you doing tonight? And including the current, and after this episode, maybe former Vito Brain, Greg. Get this brain slug off me, please. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I probably should have introduced Vito before the, the Vito Brain, but... And then there's Vito. He's the one who has to live with you know, it. Did you know Albert Einstein married his cousin? Sick. You know that? You could ask him all about that. Not only did he marry his hold on, not only did he marry his cousin, he he left his wife to do so. And you would rather meet him over a magician. A real sure he's magician. Got, he's got interesting what's a magician gonna tell me that's so interesting? And now hang on, before we get down that rabbit hole, I gotta say, Vito, you know, obviously I, I got I came up with the questions, I can't comment. I think we got some bangers in today. There's some uh, good ones. Okay. Uh, Alright, I'll let it go. Sure, yeah. Discussion-worthy right. questions. So yeah, we're gonna first go into Wasteland Three. Me, John, and Greg have all finished the game, and we're gonna give our in-game thoughts. Um, we're gonna do the roundtable, like always, and after the break, we're gonna get into Veto Brain, which you know, those of you who listen to every episode, which is probably most of you, I imagine. Um, of course. Probably all of you, actually. If not, please go you're, back you're, and watch each of them. You're well familiar with our uh, hypothetical game trying to delve into Vito's psyche, Vito Brain. Uh, if you're not, listen on, we'll describe it later. Then we're gonna, And uh, before the Vito Brain messed up my flow, we're going to talk about the Sony event that just happened today. Yeah, we yes. lost that, right? Oh, and the big question on everybody's mind is Demon Souls is Demon Souls coming to PC? Find out later. No. <laughs> you won't find Dude, out later. Greg, we're not going to this is going to be a terrible episode now. You just ruined the big surprise. Sorry kids, it's a no. I hate to be the one to tell you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let's uh let's get into Wasteland 3. We're going to do some non-spoiler talk about it. And afterwards, we're gonna do a spoiler. You're gonna ask me to leave. I'm gonna ask a couple fellows to leave the Discord. Sorry, leave the campfire. God damn it! God damn it! Get out of my office. All right, uh, I can start. I don't know if John or Greg, if you guys got anything hot off the dome that you guys want to jump into for 
Wasteland 3. I mean, what, what did you guys think of the game? Like, now that you've beat it, holistically, before we get into the nitty-gritty, overall, what, what's your impression? Ah, uh, it was very fun to play with my, my good friend Eric. Both of you guys beat the game, both you and John, I mean, beat the game on multiplayer, but not playing with each other. I beat the game on single player. Right. See, what you don't know is John actually hates me, and he doesn't want to admit it. So, this is the only, <laughs> this is the only place we socialize. He uh, doesn't talk to me at all. Yeah, uh, I, I have been noticing that for the last several years. It's kind of weird. I thought just this one was silence. good. I thought the second one might have been better. What? Eric said the same thing. Uh, I've never played the second one, but uh, I thought it was really good. And Eric's like, yeah, it was good. Wasn't as good as the second one. Hmm. See, I came away with, you know, I, I, I think now that I finished it, there are things that the second one did better, for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I guess uh, the most simple, the simplest way I could reduce it to is that, you know, if you have a complexity meter and how complex your video game is, Wasteland 2, you know, it, it its meter is turned up far higher than Wasteland 3, for sure. So Wasteland 3 is a lot simpler game with how it tries to combine and streamline things. And I think that works out pretty well in a lot of cases. And it also doesn't some others. Yeah, uh, I mean, at playing the two, I would say that Wasteland 3 is, I mean, it has, you know, tighter mechanics. They got rid of some more useless skills. Uh, right. The UI is better, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, and the, the writing's good in, in Wasteland 3. It's funny, the quests are wacky. But Wasteland 2 had all of that, but just like double the content, you know what I mean? And yeah, I, I played think, it yeah, I much think that's later totally too, so I didn't have any of the bugs. It was it was great. But, I mean, I, we, I did play it in co-op. I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. Um it's a real shame that it's as buggy as it was for people trying to play them. They like the Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, after this patch came out on Steam, it, it definitely worked a lot better than it, it did. It pretty minimal disconnects. Uh, I, I think there had to have been some kind of bug or something in mining Kurt's game to make it easier because... People are like, you know, they're, they're given different like experiences. They're like, oh, I had a tough fight here. Or we had to go back and, and fight these people. It was, and maybe it's just how we made our build. And it was just like, we just got lucky and we found like an overpowered, you know, set or whatever. But at no point in that game were we ever threatened. We ended up turning it to like the Supreme Jerk difficulty. I in the last like five or six hours of the game. And then we ran into a fight or two where we, we died once and we just have to restart and we're like, alright, well we know how to go about it. But uh it, I'd say it, you know when you compare it to something like Divinity, I feel like all the encounters are like thought out and there's like like oh we could go here and like try to fight him here and it was like thought about beforehand, like that's what they wanted you to do. And in Wasteland it kinda of feels like they're like, alright, we gotta place some enemies in here. And if they don't mesh well, or it doesn't, fighting them doesn't mesh well with the environment, with your class, so be it. Doesn't yeah, have as much I, uh, strategy as you'd want, yeah. sounds like. I, think I can't disagree with that at all, for sure. Almost every fight like that was outside ended up with me having the truck and just running them over. Most, most outside combat uh, ended with me hitting them with the truck. Yeah, and I think you're kind of 
hitting on, I think, the game's core problem is, like, the balancing of the game. I, I don't know if you hit a bug, because I would say early on in the game, you know, Colorado Springs area, and maybe up to the bazaar, um, I would say fairly early on that the game wasn't super hard, but it definitely, especially when I was playing with Vito, it offered a challenge to us, you know. Um, I think one major difference that helped you guys in the early game was that you guys had went with high animal whisper from the start, if I recall. Mm-hmm. And so Tomcat was, was very beefy right from the start. On my single player game, I didn't have high animal whisper at the start, but I eventually got to 10 animal whisper. And when I did, Tomcat was insane. And so like my single player, like early on, I didn't have much trouble, but there was, there were a few fights that gave me some grief. But very quickly, even with me having those issues, very quickly after I got high enough in skills, which doesn't take a while, the game really turned into a breeze. The game... Uh, the skills in that game... I was praising them last week for you know, combining some stuff that was annoying about Wasteland 2, and, and they did do that, and they did it well, but like, I think there's just some critical problems with the skill system, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that some ones are just absolutely necessary. A hundred percent agree. And then some are just like, like mechanic. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I don't. I don't know if I want to get into build spoilers for the fellows there. Um, I would just say that yeah, some of them are like overpowered. You know what I mean? And yeah. some of them are really good, but also just kind of boring, in my opinion. And maybe I can get into that later on. <clears throat> um, I thought the writing was a lot better than Wasteland 2, though. And that, that's just kind of like your your mileage may vary type thing. And I, I I can't say what it was about it. It's been a while since I played Wasteland 2, but I don't remember a whole lot about Wasteland 2. And maybe it's just the recency bias from having just finished Wasteland 3, but I feel like that game just had a lot of really cool moments and cool locations, cool factions. I feel like the characters were written well and, you know, I, I still, it's weird to say because I just beat it like a week, but I still remember them, you know, and think about them every, every now and then, you know. Uh, and I I think that, I, I don't know what it is. I think, uh, I don't know, I, I, I thought the characters especially were, were written better than they were in Wasteland 2. Um, though, when we get to spoilers, I'll have more words to say about that towards the end. Man, I gotta say, from uh, from an outsider's perspective, your comment, the, the group's commentary on the uh, on your subjective experience about this game has been like a roller coaster ride, yeah. <laughs> just like up and down I think I, and all around. I think it's just you know you it's a, it is a great experience, you know. It's just once you finish that experience, you kind of like take a step back and you look back at it, and you're, you know, sure. Um, and I, I, I think it's probably fair to say that the third act of the game is the weakest act. You know, mm, okay. I, I don't think that's spoiling anything just for for me to say that. And I think that John always agrees. I don't know about Greg. So do we feel like this game was rushed? I mean, I didn't get to the third act, but now I'm here, and the third act felt the weakest. There's tons of bugs. The multiplayer barely works. It sounds like this game was just I don't know about rush, but rushed maybe they just out. Ran out of time. Uh, yeah, I think I, th- I think the game was already delayed once, right? Right, and they're 
I've done some digging into cut content. I didn't want to get into that a whole lot when the non-spoiler section, but I mean, there there is a lot of cut content, there, including like an entire faction that doesn't appear in the game that is you know was in the game at one point, and it seems like that content probably took place around the third act, but who knows, you know. Um, and that content may end up end up coming back in a DLC, but it was content that had been promised to people in a Kickstarter thing as well. Like, or not promised, oh. but in a Kickstarter diary, they had spoken about it, I think. Definitely gave that vibe towards the end. Well, I mean, I don't know if you... Yeah. If you get survival, if you have that as your skill and you get it to 10, you get a perk and it reveals all the places on the map. And... I guess it's also, uh, the game's so fucking buggy, it's also possible we just missed the missions. But there were at least two, maybe three spaces that were shown on the map that when we went there with the car, nothing actually popped up. Yeah, no, there are two or three for sure. Oh yeah, so either we just somehow missed that mission or like we closed that quest line or they fucked up and they nah, were no, that, to be that, there. No, they, that, that's well reported on the subreddit. I've seen a lot of people talking about that. That's very common. It's not a bug. I think it's just that, that I think that was one of the things I was going to mention is about how clearly the game was rushed or it needed more time in the pressure cooker because those markers are still there. But like, how do you not catch that? You know, like if you took that content out of the game, how do you not catch that during doing like a full, like a lengthy QA? I think they cut a lot of content towards the end. They didn't do a lot of play testing before release. And so, probably a lot of the bugs come from, like, quests that were taken out that were interacting with those quests and, like, weird failed triggers and that kind of thing. And, you know, the whole of uh, cut content rapidly taken out and then the game reconstructed from what was left behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you did you ever get an explanation for that room with all the weapons in it? No. What room with all the <laughs> Was it just, like, a dev room? Oh yeah, excited. no, you guys. I remember that. You guys, yeah, there was, well, I remember you talking about that. I never found that in my game. So the the actual place you go to that anyone can go to is just like a little quest where these people are standing around this thing. If you attack them, you know uh, they disappear. Whatever. But yeah, when we went there, there was a chest and there was like pink text that said like you are in a, a debug or only take if debug. And it just had all the weapons and armor in the game, just like around this area. And yeah, I, at first we thought it was like a trick, like a little spoof in the game. Like, oh, if we take it, the trap will go off. And I grab some power that armor. Funny. That I didn't that. wear it though. I just wanted to just power armor. Oh, that's why anyway. the game was so. Yeah, easy I was gonna though. say maybe that's uh, why it was no, so no, easy. I didn't wear it. I didn't. No, you, that it. happened towards the end of the game. I, I think I know what quest you're talking about. That happened about, to us right? in the beginning of the game. Um, it's me and Eric. Oh no, mother. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, yeah. I guess another quick funny story. Me and Kurt only had five people in our squad, not like animals included, till the very end of the game because I, I think it's the game's fault. I guess it could be ours. When you go to Quan and you go to like pick more characters or like add more characters to your group, it says you can only have four created characters. And what I thought that meant is like you can only have four like completely custom characters. What it means is you can only have four characters. Like yours, your your co-op partners, and that group included. So you know, I I had myself, um, Professor Higgs, who was in that group that Quan shows you, 
and then Lucia, who's like a story character, and then we had Kurt and Bison Bill. And we didn't have a oh, six. Oh, so you could have made another character the whole time. Well, no, we could make another character, and we couldn't, like, pick from that list, but we could take, like, a Scotchmo or a, the other guy. I forget the slaver's name. I think he might be able to join you. I don't know. Um, so you could add, like, NPC characters to your group. Yeah, yeah, like story characters. So, yeah, we were, even though we were just still, I mean, we picked up the Scotchmo, like, right before the last mission. So even though we were down a character the whole game, it was still, it was still easy. Wow. That's wild. But I, I, I think that gets to like uh, this isn't really spoilers, I think, but like just the number of things you can have on the field. I mean, you, you know, some of the skills give you you have animals on the field. You can have special quest things on the field, like not not NPC companions you control. But there's a in this game there are friendly units, and in those units just generally follow you around. Your animals are friendly. You know what I mean. Um, but I counted towards the end. I mean, not even counting shit like throwing down turrets and robots and that kind of thing. I had 12 people in the field. I had six of my guys and I had six friendlies. And that wasn't even counting like the friendlies that the story might give me in a certain battle. You know what I mean? That was just my squad. Every battle I would roll in with 12 people and then throw down turrets and shit. So, you know, you, 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 it's an, it's enjoyable because I think the combat flows in a certain way that I like. I feel like there's something to it that feels a little bit snappier and uh, more responsive, more, I, I don't know, flashier. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. There's something to it that I like a bit better than the XCOM combat that I can't put on my fingers. So that makes it fun, but I agree. It just It's way too easy. Maybe, maybe now, um, maybe now we should ask the fellows to leave so we can stop being around the All bush and spoilers. Right. I think spoilers right. are a bug too. Bye, flask. Bye, Vito. Spoiler warning for Wasteland Three until thirty-four fifty-one. All right, let's get down to tax. All right. So, who'd you, right. what happened to your people at the end? You know, like, um, when you're making your decision and your followers are all, you know, they got to make their decision. Did that guys happen for you? Or yes. What did I... Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I had four custom characters, and I only had Lucian and Quan the whole game. Okay. So, I think that matters to say. Obviously, the custom characters don't give a shit. Um, Lucian and Quan were both fine with me siding with the Patriarch. And everybody survived. <clears throat> so I had no that is not what happened so I had a few other people we had just found so we got a dude really late we got a ironclad mic really really late like basically at the end of the game and uh he he shows up at the end and he's like if you're siding with the patriarch I join you and I'm like okay dude well who are you like I had no idea who this guy was and my guy starts, like, Eric's talking to me. He's like, oh, you've, we've been on a lot of adventures together. And I'm like, <laughs> did I black out while we were playing this game? Like, I don't know who you, this dude is. Okay, let, let me stop you real quick. All right. You definitely recruited that guy halfway through the game or a little, around no, halfway dude, through the game. And, and you just didn't know late. it. And he's been in your, well, he's been in your HQ the whole that's time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we rescued this dude from uh, wherever he, the hell he was. He was, like, in that vault with the mercenaries. Yeah. 
Yep. And right after we did that, we basically went to the end of the game. So it was like from there to the end of the game, and this guy's oh, like talking wow. about like, hey, we've been on so many adventures together. I'm like, what the fuck are you going on about, you crazy man? Man, you guys did but, that uh, game in a weird order. Yeah, I, I always do things in those games by the by the uh, by the level I recommended. I work my way down up. You know what I mean? But, I always uh, go by the level. He didn't like us, so he left. And um, what the fuck's his name? Fishlips came with us. He was like, as long as you're the boss, I'm going to keep fighting for you. Or unless you get beaten. So he stayed with us. Uh, Vic, he uh, flipped shit, pulled a gun out on us. And then um, I think Marshall Kwan smashed him in the back of the head and knocked him out. Wow. Uh, and Marshall Kwan and Lucia were with us. But uh, yeah. What are you, John? Was... Why do you guys? Well, we killed Vic, so he couldn't do that. And then I think we we know we definitely killed Fishlip, so he didn't do that. Um, I think we even killed that guy you were talking about, so he wasn't there. But I went differently with you guys. I decided with um, Angela, and I was going to kill the patriarch. Lucia said no, and Lucia we had since the very beginning. She said no way, not letting that happen, and we fucking killed her. It was I didn't even I didn't even get to do it. It's a little cutscene. You see, boom, she gets taken out. And then Quan says, uh, sorry, I can't let this go down. So fucking killed Quan. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god. And then Scotchmo says, I don't give a fuck, y'all. Let's do it. Scotchmo's with us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot Scotchmo was there. And then you yeah, get Scotchmo young Jody. She said, I think this is wrong, but I'm not going to oppose you. And then she ran off to Colorado. Wow. Anyone else? We no, kill that's wild. Beforehand. Every 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 person I recruited was fine. <laughs> every person I recruited joined me and was fine oh, with no. it. And I the only person. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the only person that we had to do anything to was Vic, and that was because he freaked out. And but like the other dude just walked away. Everyone else was like, all right, whatever. You're you're the boss. Uh, we I mean, we knew we were gonna have to kill uh, Lucia. I'm surprised you mentioned it earlier because Eric started talking about how I was doing some really bad shit in the game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm, you know, he does. He knows evil. Trust me, dude. <laughs> uh, I thought the uh, dude. Uh, I wanted to mention before we walk before we walked on from that. Uh, you you can in that ending. I've obviously done some diving. You can in that ending save Lucia. She has to be in your party when you talk to her dad at Liberty's compound and get her dad to admit that the patriarch or that he did terrible things or. Under the patriarch's orders, and if oh, you yeah. do that, then she's amenable to uh, Angela Death. If we game with bugs or something, cause we definitely did talk about that because we, oh man, you know, maybe we didn't. Uh, but she has to be in your party. No, she was in our party because she was with us. Oh, she really? She was with us from the beginning. Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. No, no, no. I, That's I, why I write on. I, that I that believe you're right. I think it game was probably just fucking bug because you know we probably we didn't yeah. have that file from the other one. That game, a lot of weird stuff, had so many fucking bugs in it. It. Did you arrest her dead, or did you kill her dead? Oh, we we arrested. I arrested him. Maybe we arrested him. I figured she might go insane or something if I killed him. You know? Did you guys? I I have a question, like real quick. Yeah. In your uh, headquarters, there was a guy who was in the jail, and he was surviving by eating mushrooms in the corner. Yeah, old man. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys let him out? 
Force. I did, and then he was, and then he was back in there at the very, at the very end. I had no well, idea what the fuck was up with that. He was not. We let him out, and then we never saw him again. And that was one of our biggest questions for that entire game. Like, who was that little, guy? I did a little reading. Apparently, uh, do you know? Sorry, go ahead, John. Oh, I say, yeah. I just, you just find one dead body or something. Yeah, yeah, different. exactly. Yeah. Wow, oh, cool. Uh, any toaster repair masters out there? Hell yeah. So, I got to I toaster repair all... 10, but I didn't get all five of them because I got to it kind of late. So, I think I missed one very same. late on the game. I, did the, uh, I am exactly the same. I missed the part. All right. What so do you get? Spoilers here. If you get all five pieces, put together the golden toaster and has a set of coordinates, which reveals the toaster academy on the map, and you go there... And you just get a little golden toaster companion who follows you around and he shoots fucking fireballs. <laughs> Holy that's is awesome. His name is Courageous or something, I, I believe. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. like Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was pretty sweet. Um, we we opened, uh, you know that dude in the, the apartments? Uh, me and Kurt opened the... Um, Briefcase up immediately after he gave it to us. And it <laughs> to you. you open it up in front of him. Uh, and you got, like, and you got, like some scrap. Yeah, Eric, like, uh, Eric was convinced it was a bomb. And he was like, don't open it. Don't open it. Every time I was about to open it. But we didn't. And we brought it up the whole way. I think we got, like... You got your weapon or something? You get Dude. the nuke, nuke Euler. Nuke Euler armor set. Which is like the best armor in the game, I think. Oh yeah, he gave us that, and he gave us a like a cyborg mod. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, he does that too. Anyone cyborgs in here? Yeah, we were cyborgs. Nice. We were cyborgs, but we didn't ever do anything with it. I'm saying I thought there would be some sort of. I was almost positive, like, all right, now we did this. Gonna be a quest later on that like cuts us out of a line because we're cyborgs or something, but it never, never came right. up. Right. No. All right, um, yeah, that... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was, was going to say, I thought the... Well, what was the end boss fight for you guys? We had to fight the Patriarch in a tank. We didn't fight a boss. Nothing? Oh, uh, well, no, he was... We just had a conversation, and, it was and we were done. Oh, yeah, I think if you have hard-ass and kick-ass 10, yeah, you get out Yeah, we the had final. both 10, and wow. we just talked it out, and then we went back to our ranger duties. We only have hard-ass 10. You fight the... Patriarch, I guess he's inside the tank, and you see his little TV screen. Uh, it was very, very easy. We just threw a bunch of saw pups down and tore the shit out of him. Yeah, nope. That's um, um, that sounds kind of different than what was. I mean, that's the Patriarch sounds like a cool enemy, but the other fight is Angela Death. It's just uh, a normal Ranger enemy that has a lot, a lot of health. She does a lot of damage and shit. And she's also smarter than other enemies in the way that she like she runs out of the way of your car if you try to run over her and that kind of thing. But you know, so you it's still extremely her easy hit her with the car, <laughs> right? No, I mean it was extremely easy. Exactly what you said. You throw down a bunch of salt pups. You know, I thought it was really lame. I thought like it, maybe I it guess very you could lame. have if you fought him earlier. I I got to go back and try it. Oh, I really wanted to get the patriarch's hammer. You have the weapon to use. I think if you kill him before... Shoot your way out of the place? I'm pretty sure if you kill him early, uh, the game just ends. Like, you get a special ending. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's one thing. If you kill him... 
if you kill him in the first encounter, you get a special little song about how, uh, you know, you were supposed to do this for Arizona and everything, but instead you decided to just kill him immediately, and now everybody's fucked. And it even references, like, you might have gotten here from cheating. Uh, yeah. Real, I thought Wasteland... You, th oh, go ahead. I was gonna say real quick, uh, did you have, um, did you get in, yeah, excuse me, into the ambush with, uh, Angela? There was into that, the ambush? Um, oh, yeah, at, have, the Hoon, at the Hoon yeah, Homestead? Yeah, at the Hoon Homestead, yeah. Yeah, did, uh, sure. I wonder what happened if you killed her there, like, just fucking shot her in the back. I don't know if you can. Okay, you. I've hit. I've definitely hit enemies with like or teammates with uh my shotgun. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what would happen there. I. I feel like the game wouldn't let that happen because like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was thinking. Did I, you hear I, that? I was just thinking about that. Like, I wonder what would uh, happen ending wise. Sorry, I just heard a very loud pop. Somewhere I heard that as well. I have no idea what that was, and it kind of freaks me out. Maybe we should look uh, around, right. man. Maybe we should take a break real quick. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna take a little break. John seems to be having difficulties anyway. Uh, this this is not the main break. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, but I don't really have too yeah. much else to. I don't have anything else. Uh, I was just really gonna say, uh, it was a really fun game, but the uh, the bugs just really killed it in a lot of spots for me. Yeah. Think, uh, uh, go sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say hopefully, like, because I know there's supposed to be DLC for the game, so hopefully they fix all the bugs and fix all the bugs in the DLC, and then I'll happily buy the DLC and play it again. That was yeah. I no, I, I think that's fair. I think I had a much better experience if only for playing a single player. Well, and. and you know, it definitely would have been fun to play with somebody, but also I didn't have very many bugs. I don't know if I said this last week, but uh, like we played it when it first came out and it was really buggy, but that patch made that game so much better. That first patch, mm. so I give them credit. Like I'm surprised they didn't just like take weeks to make this. So good on them on that. Hopefully they uh continue on and keep fixing stuff. Sure, I agree. Yeah, all right. Uh, I guess my final thoughts are, I mean, I've, the skills really bug me in a sense. I feel like they were streamlined way too much, maybe, in the end. I mean, it's we've, we were talking about it. I mean, there's so many situations. Oh, I, even if you didn't have lockpicking 10, which you probably will, because getting skill points in this game is, like, nothing. Even if you didn't have lockpicking 10, you can still get in with nerd shit 10, or you can still get in with mechanics 10, you know. It's like every time there's something cool in the game, there are multiple ways to get inside of it. And that, I guess that's fine, but I mean, when skills are super easy to come by, it really, you know, kind of, it undercuts the replayability of this kind of game, which the narrative invites replayability. So it's kind of weird that the game itself isn't built around that idea. It's clearly, you know, you can do everything in your first run. That's what the game wants you to think. Well, that's what the gameplay wants you to think, but the story doesn't, you know. <clears throat> um, and I guess specifically, uh, you know, mechanics is, like, the best skill in the game, hands down, by far. I mean, no other skills come close. 
Your your turrets and everything are just amazing. I never even I never oh, even I, need to heal them. They were in such they were so, in quick. such great abundance. I never healed anything I set down. I would just throw down another one. Jesus, yeah. I I was using a lot of stuff in the beginning of our game, and Eric would continuously get pissed at me and be like, "We need to save that for the really hard fights." Stop. <laughs> we gotta say. Dude, at the end of that game, I was so fucking mad because we had so many turns that I held off on using for the last boss fight, and we didn't even use any of it. Was oh, really... I bet. Yeah, because you skipped it. Yep. Basically, we're just like, all right, we're done. That's the real killer for me for the game. I mean, the cut content kind of sucked because you could definitely feel it around Yuma County that there was probably other stuff you were supposed to be doing that you could have been doing um, if that content had been in the game, but... You know, the the final fight just really, it was just so, such an anti-climax. I mean, there's really only one main encounter, you know, and you have your car in that encounter, and every, you have, you know, the game doesn't try to challenge you at all in the end. You know, it's not even just, it's almost like it's not even a boss fight. It's it's just another encounter. I the What was cool for my end was that as a Wasteland 2 player, I felt bad about killing all my Wasteland 2 friends. I mean, you fight Pistol Pete, you fight Brother Thomas, you fight Angela Death. They're all in her party. That felt bad. But, and, and, I, and I don't feel like, I feel like the story is like good, like the settings are good and the factions are good, but I don't feel like it comes together in anything all that super interesting to me. Like at the very end, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, Definitely nothing. I, mean, I think. Sorry, John. I keep fucking sit, thinking you're stopping. My bad. Uh, I personally, I think really, the reason I like this game so much is probably because I didn't play the other took the other one. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. All right. Uh, yep. Good game. Could have been better. I think that's where we're coming around on it. Give it a try. That's what I say. Uh, yeah, I mean, two thumbs up. Still, still, still two recommend. Get it One on thumb Steam. Uh, and a half thumb up. Alright. Yep. John, I'm so sorry. You're fired. Welcome back to the Broken Campfire Podcast, Flask and Vito, where we've just <laughs> finished our Wasteland 3 spoiler discussion. Uh, I guess so. Let's get into the round table. Round and round the table it goes. We're going to stop with... Start, sorry, with Greg. I don't feel like we ever start with Greg. Greg, 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 Why Greg. Are you starting Maybe there's a good reason for nothing. that. <laughs> Look, man, just, just go with it, right? Okay, um... Man, I really have nothing. All I've done, I guess, yesterday Spelunky 2 came out. Do you guys... Have you guys ever played Spelunky? No, I, I I played I played Spelunky very briefly when it was free, like so early, very early on in the game's life. But well, yes, you know he made a game, he made another one, and this one is a lot of fun, but it is super, gosh dang hard. Let me tell you, this uh, this was the first one. Yeah, have you been playing on co-op at all? Yes. Or just so you? it's been me. Nice. Yeah, last uh, yesterday it was me, Eric, and Gabe, and. We died in so many insane ways, it was pretty funny. Like, uh, we were trying to get to a secret shop, and to get there, we had to use a drill to drill down, but it let lava out. So, 
basically we were trying to get down and then lava just suddenly started dripping down and it fucking landed on Gabe's head. It killed him instantly because like it just drilled through his head. Me, I got God. hit by a flamethrower ladybug into the lava, melted. There was a, uh, there was at one point there was like a giant lava frog that was just splashing waves of lava at us. It was insane. Those are so. But, uh, I guess it's staying the uh, secret. Sounds like a very violent game. I think I'll pass. It's a very violent game, but also it's coming to Steam at the end of the month, so we can play it. Because I'm definitely buying mm. it again. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you bought it on the Switch or something? Or? No, I bought it on the uh, PS4. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Because me and Eric played Spelunky a lot, like the first one, and I liked it a lot, but I'm not really good at it. But this one, uh, we have online co-op, so I don't have to worry about getting hit. Nice. Yeah, you silly. The Switch yeah, maybe doesn't have online. That's true. What'd you say? The Switch doesn't have online. It doesn't have good he, he online. He said PS4. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. What else you got, Greg? Is it Spunky 2 just it? Um, I mean, because we beat Wasteland, we talked about that. Yeah, it's really Spelunky, and uh, I guess I've been playing World of Warcraft again because pre- uh, the pre-patch is apparently next week. Next person! Wow. Yeah, that's all I got, man. No, I'm kidding. That's cool. All right. Let's move on. Moving on to the Fall Guy himself. John, I heard you're the Fall Guy. Hey, that's what Wait, they call me. That's what they call I've me. Yeah, no when we get caught out up, for our laundering, we're going to blame it on John. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, little round table here. Fall Guys. I bet none of you even know this because you're fake gamers. Got an update? Yeah, that's me. At its mid-season update. Dude, Ooh, mid-season? I did see that. I Holy didn't play it fuck. Saying, what did it add? What did it add? What did, well, what did it add? What is, what is that it add? Much. That's insane. Oh, a little bit. So, uh, so there's variations on courses now. So like Whirly Gig will have, uh, you know, after those three little fans that never hit anybody and don't do anything, there's like a set of hammers now. Um, I know that. Hmm. Uh, what the, the fuck? Fruit, I hate Whirly Gig now. Fruit Shoot has like a, or actually no, it's not Fruit Shoot. It's the one that what's the one with all the little spinny stuff. Dizzying Heights? Dizzying Heights, yeah. At the oh. end, it has, like, this big watermelon <laughs> drop. It, like, blocks uh. the the way with the little spinny things at the very end. It goes left, right, left, right. Um, a little a little cringy here. They've added, like, a like a big hammer that's set, like, um, to propel you, like, forward in the course if you hit by it. They call yeah, it Big Edis. Uh... <laughs> I saw them mm. going uh, on well, about that on Twitter. Some people, I, like, I, saw, I guess the name works for some people. That's what uh, that they're going for. The, they're going for the Fortnite audience. Yeah, we are the Zoomer podcast after all. So yeah, just right. little variations the, the map. Campfires. Nothing too crazy. That sounds lit, fam. That's pretty um, lit. Yeah, just a little mid-season update. Did they add uh, bloody slaps. eviscerations yet? No, yeah, when's, no, uh, no. I want full decapitation and dismemberment. They don't have that yet. Spinning blades. Uh, And then, similar to Fall Guys, I played or have been playing Marvel Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. That's that's absolutely what I was thinking of when I think of Fall Guys. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Kurt's screenshots, and that game does not look good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like... How was your experience with the final boss, John? 
Uh, well, my game crashed uh, in the last phase of the last boss, but it had like a weirdly good checkpoint or like saving system because when I restarted it, it like started me in the cutscene I was watching oh, while I was cool. doing it, so it wasn't that bad. The game, has, I mean, Kurt's been having a lot of problems, I guess maybe on certain graphics cards or the certain settings in your computer, whatever. Um, the game has like a, a known problem where after like an hour or so of playing, it's like, it's oh, like a memory wow. leak. The game just like just goes to shit and crashes. Kurt's <laughs> having that issue. Oh well, yeah, I was um, there when he was having issues. Sounds yeah. like a good game. But when we did get it to work, and you know he was Thor, and I was uh, you know Captain America, and we were back to back fighting, it was pretty fun. Uh, my main problem, why I say it's not worth it, don't buy it, is that the campaign took maybe I don't know six to eight hours, which is whatever. I didn't know it was going to be that. But like even the looter shooter part, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, as far as I know, they haven't added like end game raids yet that's going to be added in october um and i was just like the same three or four kind of missions you can do over and over and over and over again the combat's like fun it's not bad but it's not that good where you can just play it over and over and over there's you know there's not much variation it's either you got forest map you got city map you got desert plateau map and you're doing the same you have thing featureless all robot room map yeah, oh, you got that. Yeah, and robots are <laughs> lame, and you beat up a bunch of robots. And then there's some guys that might be people. They're in, like, hazard suits. I like to think they're people because I smash them. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so that's Marvel Avengers. Don't get it unless you really, really, really like uh, I f- Marvel Avengers. Or goes on sale. I forgot that game was, like, an actual standalone experience like that that was the original intention for that game like with all the subsequent uh since the first like uh trailers for it and stuff all the subsequent buzz has been about how much shit there's piled on it you know yep so i forgot that it wasn't like a i don't know an mmo type thing where it just keeps adding content Um, yeah no i I feel you hawkeye coming at you in october (laughs) so your eyes peeled. Fuck yeah. And where's my uh, where's my where's my Vots the Seven game? Uh, that'll happen eventually. The real question is, where's my Star Fox in in Marvel's Avengers? <laughs> yeah, that is Star Fox, Thanos's brother from Titan, who has the power to uh, seduce people. Power to fuck, man. Man, now I'm thinking about how good a boys video game would be, where you play as the boys, you're just trying to kill superheroes who are way stronger than you. God. <laughs> what? Hire me, gamers. Um, that just sounds like hard to... Oh, sorry. That... Is that all you had, John? Oh, yeah. That's it, bud. Oh, yeah. Right, let's move on to Flask. Okie doke. Well, the first well, thing I'll mention you, is... What have you been doing uh, recently? <clears throat> is, uh... Well, let me preface this by saying that I had never watched any Star Trek of of any sort up until uh-huh. a couple of years back, and then I started watching through the series like in order of mm-hmm. uh, release. So I watched all of the original series. I watched all of TMG, yep. and then um, I hit DS Nine, and I was kind of like I had just watched seven seasons of TNG. And then an additional two seasons of DS9. And by the end of season two of DS9, I was like, well, I wanted to take a break. 
So I took a break mm-hmm. for a while. And then uh, recently I just started watching episodes again. Now I'm at the beginning of season four. Um, so I've been watching Star Trek DS9 recently. And uh, I really, I really uh, enjoyed Star Trek TNG and DS9 is sort of a different thing. It's more of a, uh, like an actual serial program rather than a week by week, you know, monster of the week type deal. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 weird that I had never watched anything Star Trek up until recently in my life because I'm a big sci-fi guy. Uh, but I, I knew I've enough about them through Star Trek. Uh, What's your favorite series of Star Trek? What's your favorite well, so far? And also, what's your favorite entry series? Well, so far I've only watched like two and a half of the series. I still have Voyager. I still have. Enterprise. Uh, have you I'm seen? Not the gonna, I'm not going to watch Discovery, the original series. Yeah. Okay. That's where you started. That, that's the one you started with. Deep Space yeah. Nine. Oh yeah, my of course, Flask. Yeah. Oh yeah, John. Yeah, I actually I've watched. Well, I've watched all of them. I haven't seen Discovery, and I did not watch the original series because I watched one episode and it was very strange, and I did not care for it. You didn't watch the original series. No, I watched one episode and it was very weird. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think we watched you know, it in the group together. I did not care for it. Kurt. It's a different thing. You know, Kurt, each series Commander has its own Kurt, identity. He, was like, uh, he had an evil version of him. Like, he had his good and bad split in half. <laughs> and the evil was like this crazy rapist, and everyone was just okay with it. Yeah. Oh, of course. insane. Yeah, uh, I think I might have watched that with you guys. I've definitely seen that episode. Yeah, I was like, I want to watch it. I like Picard way better than this guy. <laughs> I, well, some I've of the seen are better than a couple others, episodes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fair to judge on one episode, but I did. But it's funny because I, I, like... I always... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead dude. Are you? All right. I, I'm going to keep going after this, so you go ahead. Vita oh, will well, go. I, I, I was just going to say what I've seen of the original Star Trek series, which I liked. Um, I was getting a lot of like... Uh, uh, Twilight Zone vibes, kind of. Yeah. Um, so I'm surprised you didn't like it, John. As a big Twilight Zone fan. Yeah. It's, I don't Even know. that evil uh, Kirk episode is kind of like, you could just imagine it being a Twilight Zone episode. All you gotta do is just make it black and white. And, Vito, it's just, <laughs> you know, not in space. Um, it's an intelligence thing. Yeah, it's an uh, intelligence thing. Uh, I like Cisco the best. I think he's my favorite captain. Okay. Have you watched all the series? Uh yeah, except for the original except series okay. and all uh, the new stuff. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Um. What's next? Um. With Janeway, I forget what it's called. Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. Voyager's. I think it's, well, there's a lot of shit characters, but overall, I think it's good. <laughs> and then yeah. I don't know what the consensus. I know usually it's just good to shit on new things. Uh, I liked Enterprise, even though I definitely think it was not the lowest on the list. I still thought mm-hmm. it was fine to watch. I mean, what I like about Star Trek is when it goes for those like thought provoking episodes, the cerebral ones, where uh, they, it's, it's high concept, but it can still be a silly high concept because it's sci-fi space opera kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're, ha- they're dealing with it seriously and they're having to think through the problem instead of just like some bullshit magic like they do in discovery. We're not here. I haven't watched it, but from what I hear discovery is kind of dispensed with the, <laughs> the having to actually puzzle out your problems. Um, so that's why I like, you know, someone like Picard who has to be that guy. And DS9 so far is uh, kind of in the middle, in the in-between, I would say. Not as cerebral, not as just like action-y. But I like it. 
and I'm I'm waiting to get into the. Uh, I I'm aware that it gets more epic as the seasons. I was gonna say I, on, I think so. it gets better as seasons go on, or I thought yeah. it does. You get some new characters and whatnot. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. Good good one. And then, uh, so I'm watching that. Then the the only game I've really been playing is I've been uh, getting through Resident Evil Two Remake 2019. Are um, you playing the remake? I thought you were. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flask was wearing the I don't know John Ree there. Flask oh, was I know the yeah, was I was John not was fooled. By, I was there when you fell for it. I was here when. Oh, Demon that's what you're referencing, David. I, mean, yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, I was. I was there with as soon as I joined. I was like, oh, that's a cool costume. And then B Man joins, and then Vito joins, and then Zach joins, and like one by one. Greg too. I oh, think. I didn't realize you were playing the oh, remake. Oh, I definitely did not. Yeah. He did. Did I? Think I? He did. I think yeah. he might have done it half as a meme. Joke. Yeah, you might have been half joking. Yeah, but you meant it. But everyone laughed. Sure, it was yeah. like, "Oh, you're playing the remake?" Because I was wearing the uh, the PS1 skin for Leon. Yeah. Uh, to DLC. be fair, when I joined the the stream, you were in the start menu where everything's like grayed out, and the only yeah, thing I could yeah. see was your skin. And I know you as a person. That you have to play every prior game in the series, <laughs> so I really did think you were just playing the mm-hmm. the original. Anyway, proceed. Uh, yeah, anyone so of Flash's real friends would have known that he played that game years and years ago because of yeah. this. Yeah, but let's not get on Vito's case for not being a real friend of mine. It's all right. Um, I played through uh, Leon A, Claire B. Played through Leon A, Claire B, and then I, I haven't done Claire B, Leon A yet, but I did do a run of hardcore Leon A. I did get S rank on that, but um, nice. I've been trying to get <laughs> S plus rank. That's fucking tough uh, for me because uh, I'm not that I'm not like a perfect gamer, um, but I'm, I'm working at it. You know, you can you can you it's uh you can only use three saves. You can only make three saves, I should say. So I have the first save, like uh, certain ways into the game. So I have like a uh, one step uh, of a nice going back basically. Point. Yeah, right. yeah. I can always start back from there. Because um, if you quit out, it doesn't. If you quit out and then load back in, it doesn't count the time that it took to do the. Oh, sure, run. of course. <clears throat> um, which is neat. Anyway, uh, run A was very fun. Uh, I felt the lab wasn't as fun of an area to like conquer as the RPD. I felt that the the police station was very well designed, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, same problem actually with like. I mean, it's not really a problem. It's not bad, but same thing as with like a lot of the other games, including the original Resident Evil Two, where you have this very immaculately designed police station, and then you go to the sewers, <laughs> and then yeah. the lab. And that and that's one thing. I, at least I think I've touched on on a previous podcast. I wish that these remakes would be even braver with deviating from the original design because, like, mm-hmm. I see that as just carrying over problem like the sins of the original. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they didn't have to remake the lab. It, it pretty much is just the Resident Evil Two lab, except obviously well, this new gameplay system. But they do expand on them significantly, both the sewer and lab areas, but. They're much more linear, I would say. Or this, you know mm. what? Upon playing the sewers over and over again, I find that the sewers are actually pretty good in terms of uh, layout. It's just that mm-hmm. I don't like the sewer aesthetic. 
nearly so as I much as the you. police station aesthetic. I don't like going. I don't like being in the sewers. I like being I in the police fair. station. Um, but the layout is actually probably much more advanced and complex and better than the original. Um, okay. The labs are okay. The uh, I I gotta say the second run run B feels like a remix of the first rather than an equally well designed companion scenario like they were in the original game. Yeah, I agree. Um, it it doesn't feel as carefully planned, so you're not seeing the effects of one scenario on the other. Uh, and in some cases, they even directly contradict one another, which is, kind of feels just lazy to me. <laughs> it's like doesn't even it doesn't even contradict like right in the intro at the gas station. I, I thought oh. my what I remember is like you start playing as Claire and you just play a lot of the same things that you did as Leon. Like, well, in the B scenario, it skips over like a lot of the gas station and street stuff. You don't even you're not even on the streets, and the gas station is just like a montage of the what ha- what's happening. Are you sure you didn't just start a new game as Claire Vito? <laughs> that would be pretty <laughs> good. You didn't you do have to that. Like no, no run. way that's possible. It's possible. Yeah, in the second run, it just skips over the opening pretty much and then dumps you into basically exactly the same thing except minor variations, but a lot of the story stuff uh, contradicts run A. It's unlike the original where runs A I was going to say, the original, they're seamless. each other. And interlocked, yeah. interwove uh, seamlessly. So that's disappointing a little bit because I, I liked that in the in the original. And you and you're kind of just repeating the same puzzles, just with like slightly different solutions, which is is I I understand it, but like, yeah, <laughs> that's what uh, I mean. you know. I I agree that is disappointing. I mean, they could have just done the seamless thing, and that it it does come off as lazy. I agree. I feel like there's several changes that I would, I could immediately like tell Capcom, just be like, if you change this, this, and this, people wouldn't even comment on it. You know, right? People would just be like, oh, it fits. Right. Um, for some reason, I also got tagged a lot more by zombies in the second run. I mean, I I know that mm. the second run is uh, they increase the difficulty a little bit, but I I felt like they magnetized to me a lot more in the second run. I'm not sure if I just was being careless more often. That's that's probably it to be honest, but um, it also felt like the zombies soaked up more damage, which was more just like annoying than a challenge because it just meant you had to spend more time on each zombie. Um, uh, I mi- I miss some elements of the original, uh, like the the inspections of like environmental objects. Uh, there's barely any of those, you know, just like going around a room and mm-hmm. hitting A on sure. stuff, and they'll your character will comment a thought. Um, I I love that sort of like world building and character insight, and it's just really not present in this remake. That's um, disappointing. And the the dialogue I would say is better, as in more realistic, but feels less. It feels blander somehow. <laughs> like the the original dialogue it has less is, character. Yes, exactly. That's a good way to put it. It has less character. It's it's blander, even though it's more realistic, competent, more right. well written. Um. Hmm. There, okay, one more thing. There's a this is a lore nitpick, uh, but in the original there is a definitive explanation for. Oh, here we um, go. <laughs> For what the 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 T zero zero aka Mister X is doing, why he's doing what he's doing, um, 
and the remake actually undoes that reason. Uh, and they never explain why he's there. That's because Mr. Can... X don't need a reason to tear <laughs> shit up. You can sort of infer what he's been ordered to do, but as far as I know, there's no explanation of... Uh, unless I missed something, there's no explanation of what he is doing there now because his objective from the first game was completely altered to the point where it would make sense. Um, I could see them deciding that on the basis of, oh, he needs to be this mysterious entity you never know. I was going to say, I think that's just what they wanted him to be was this just mysterious thing you didn't know where it came from and what it was doing. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the feeling they want you to have. But I did like that there was an explanation for why he comes after you in the original. Right. Um, I like that there's like the, the, the front end is you don't know exactly why things are happening. And then if you actually delve into the, the lore that the game is presenting in the background, you can figure it all out. Uh, I was like, no, yeah, that sounds cool. Evil. And then, oh, shoot. Yeah, the music. Uh, as soon as I turned the original Resident Evil 2 music on, which is a feature that I love that you can do, uh, the game immediately came alive so much more. And it's not like the the music that they used uh, in the remake is bad. It's just very, very subtle. Um, to the point where like you don't really notice it. It just kind of provides atmosphere. Whereas mm-hmm. the Resident Evil 2 classic music is, is so good, so iconic, that when I put it on, I was like, it felt so right <laughs> to me. Oh, I, guess I didn't so. know that was a feature. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You can turn on the original music. for, And it changes between rooms. Like, it's set up to, to work properly. And it fits That's in awesome. so well. It creates so you had the original the music, the original costume. <laughs> if there I was wanted an option to on the original, the the original graphics, he probably would have done it. Uh, but Vito's the <laughs> idiot maybe in so. the wrong game, though, you know? Yeah. We don't have to talk well, about that. you know, all we need is fixed cameras. Now. There's probably a mod for that. I could probably put that in and complete I'm hard sure mode there's on a mod hardcore on S+. I just want to no play problem. a worse game, because that's how it was. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a great game. It's a classic game in its own right. They're different games. They're completely different. Mm-hmm. All right, Vito. Anyway, that's me. I'm not fooling around. <laughs> Is it all you got? Yeah, Vito can stop fooling because I'm going to stop fooling. So let's move on to the next well, Actually, fool. Vito is going to start fooling. No! What he's been doing recently. I am undone! Uh, I didn't do a whole lot this week. I see here that you're the ruler of all, all of Ireland. I'm the ruler of all of Ireland. Last time we talked, I just started Crusader Kings 3. Nobody thought I was going to like it. I proved them all wrong. And, wow. um Brave. I started playing us, the, right? the tutorial, makes you uh, <clears throat> play in Ireland, and I played very poorly. Um, <laughs> but since then, I've, I've returned, started a new game in Ireland, and I managed to unite all of Ireland. So I'm very excited about that. Um, you conquered all of Ireland, right? Conquered, I mean, unite is kind of a peaceful I, word. I united them. With my fists. Yeah. Look, some had to die, but it was for the greater good. Unity. And um, uh, d- aren't you playing as your shitty kid now? I'm. Yeah, I think I'm playing as uh, my shitty grandson, possibly. <laughs> but, but no, but my uh, my family's not uh, a bunch of idiots like they were in my first playthrough. I found out how to how to educate uh, my kids better. Um, I'm a lot better at the game, so I'm in a good cool. spot right now. So I have all of Ireland. Next up, Scotland. Scotland's going down. 
<laughs> and then uh, I guess I guess England, but we'll, we'll see. They're gonna beat uh, your shit in. They're gonna beat my shit, dude. England, they them boys, man. They're gonna beat my. What shit What he's in not saying shit. is that the only reason he got Scotland was on England's dime. Yeah, yeah I called in. I called in. Oh, uh, they gave you their scraps. King Henry or something like that. Yeah, mm. For sure. Yeah, you're gonna remember his name. <laughs> all right, cool. Maybe we'll maybe we'll pick up on that thread in the coming weeks. See see how yeah. see all that's going. I have said I yeah. would play multiplayer with you guys if if you're gonna do that. We haven't played multiplayer yet, but I would love to play multiplayer. Uh, it would I just be need so to put, away, put aside the time to relearning how to play it first. Yeah, like doing the tutorials. Yeah, go do that. I should do that too. Go do that. Um, what else you got, Vito? It was our buddy Knoxville's birthday last week. And as is tradition, you know, the birthday boy gets to pick a game. And we all have to play it. So he picked Resident Evil Outbreak. Um, file number two. File number two. And we all jumped through several hoops to play this, this very old game and be able to play it uh, online, uh, multiplayer. I was extremely impressed by how people have set this up so that you could still play it. Yeah, uh, and when we got in and started playing it, there was multiple servers up with people playing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were, you were flabbergasted. You were like, this, "I was this astonished." Playing this right now, it's like midday. I was astonished that people are playing Resident Evil Outbreak in 2020, like multiple servers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you had to see the steps we we took to play this game. Uh, some took there, more there than others. A, yeah, some definitely <laughs> took more than others. But that's all right. We don't have to talk about that. It's um, also like it's much easier now than it was, I would say, because we've done really? this. Really, we we did this years ago. Uh, you know, me me and Knoxville and uh, me and Brendan and others. Hello, <laughs> hello, Greg. Hello. Me and we're talking about uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. Yeah, I know. Maybe I know. I know. Vito. I'm, I've been here. Um, I was right. and years ago it was uh, less easy. <laughs> did I remember we had to make that network uh, thing? And I had no idea how to make it. The uh, cable. Was that what it was, Flask? Where we had to build, like, make our own network cable? I don't remember. <laughs> I just I, remember, I just being remember more there was one thing you had to do, it, and you don't have to do it now, but it fucking sucked to do. And it didn't work nearly as well. Like, no, it did not. Once we got this yeah. set up, it, it just went. It worked it like went. a charm. Yeah, it was cool. There wasn't awesome. any issues. And it was a lot of fun. We played like three different scenarios, uh, right? We played the zoo, the subway two. station. Oh, that was it. Just the two two scenarios. Yeah. Although I want to play and more. Was, I would love to play more. I'm so down to play more. I had so much fun. This formula is just ripe for bringing back. I, I mean, I don't Absolutely. understand why there hasn't been a new Outbreak game. It's, it's just so easy. They're just simple puzzle maps. You know, they don't have <laughs> the depth and complexity that like, single player campaigns and the other Resident Evil games had. But and yet there's it, so much variation in these scenarios. I, there's I so many ask, things that are can they, are they, uh, I was going to say, is it, you know, I, okay, I did the subway, now I know how to do the subway every time we play it. I can't really comment on that. I mean, I played once. essentially, like, once, it's it's like a Resident Evil game, whereas, where once you understand the series of steps that you need to complete to get to the end, then, yeah, you could if you memorize it, you could do it each time. But, there's a lot of variation in the stuff you can do in each scenario. So you don't necessarily always have to do it the same way. Uh, things might not always happen the same way because of, you know, occurrences, things that happen during 
during trying to get to right, that point. Right, sure, sure. Um, yeah. For instance, like, in, in the run we did of the subway, uh, <laughs> things went kind of south uh, late in the game, and John was the only one who got to the train in time, and yeah, then he and left us behind like a coward. Like a coward. Yeah. And he just he nice drove one. the train by as we stood on the platform, he, almost he there. Waved. He waved. Oh, wrong, Sorry. wrong, wrong, and wrong. <laughs> okay, I killed. Sorry, guys, roach. you'll have to catch the next one. I killed the Roach King almost single-handedly. He says this, but we saw no evidence of this. There was no body. Uh, yeah. With the help of our good friend uh, Brennan, rest in peace. And as we were going back <laughs> to help these other two, uh, that's his met- last name. Members, we we passed the train. He looked at me and he said, "Must run." One of us he got out of here. No, I don't think he I did said, not say that. I said, "I'll tell him your name," and we we hugged and then I ran to the train because the guy was saying the guy the voiceover guy was like, "Train is leaving shortly." I went instead of the yeah, train. Yeah, but he was just saying that. There wasn't like a timer on the screen or nothing. I didn't know that. And, and then could not literally, the and train just leaves after a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Train just he leaves just after a little with bit. You, John. Well, you know what? If it was me, just fucking with you. John? If it was me, John, I would have stayed with my. I'd rather so die I got with my on friends the train. than John, escape. I think like you a did coward. a good job. Congrats. I got on the I train. I was waiting for my friends you to would, stop Greg. fucking around and get on the train as well. <laughs> Literally, as soon as Knoxville's and back was turned, John started just hammering the go button. Yeah, <laughs> launch, get, yeah. launch, go. Now I want you to know something, John. Yeah. The conductor was like, "Oh no, we can we wait. Everything's fine." <laughs> Flask and Knoxville did the same thing to me, where I was down on the train tracks, and they refused to leave what? and get me. They just left. They just left me. Oh my god. I don't remember that, so... You they wouldn't mm. do that. They wouldn't do that. They don't tell yeah, me that. Yeah, right. They wouldn't do that. I'm a pretty good guy, so... Because me and Knox, because Flask was down in the sewers, he was on the floor crawling, and there was roaches, or whatever they are, ticks or roaches. Ticks. Yeah, jumping at Fleas. Fleas. They are. Fleas. Fleas. They're jumping Fleas. all over him. Yeah, me and me and Knoxville turned back, even though the train was leaving. We turned back, went down there, got him up, tried to get him out. But anyway, so what Flask was saying was, so John left like a coward on the train. That's that's canon. Debatable. And but the scenario wasn't over yet. Um, right. We, there was another way for us to get out um, because I found it was basically a key on the floor that appeared after John left uh, to like a. Some sort of tower ventilation room. So there was another way to exit. Unfortunately, Vito uh, forgot where he saw the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I was turned into a zombie. My infection meter. You have an infection meter in this game. Once it goes to 100, percent you turn into a zombie. I turned into a zombie, and uh, you know that was that was all she wrote because I had the key on me. But um. Yeah, it was there a lot was like of fun. other stuff. Like we found pieces to a like a scavenger hunt type thing that was leading us all over the map, but we couldn't figure out one of the steps. So we just sort of stopped Skipped doing it. that. <laughs> so there's there's stuff in each scenario that like can that's can cool. vary each time. It's and there's a lot of scenarios too. And, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's cool. We were playing on normal mode, which seemed fine. It was it was reasonably difficult, but you know you could always turn it up from there and play with less ammo or harder zombies or whatever. Yes. Uh, but yeah, dude, it, man, there's no reason that there shouldn't be a modern version of that game. The fans have been uh, saying it for years. Fans of yeah. Outbreak have been, have been shouting from the rooftops. It's, it's, it's perfect. Perfectly right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's really all I, I got uh, for this week. 
All right, cool. All right, I've yeah, been, so uh, I, I played... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've been uh, been reading books and, and sharpening and, and strengthening my, my neurons for uh, oh, the Vito yuck. brain. Oh, it's coming up. It's coming brain up. Brain training. <laughs> After playing Wasteland 3, where the skill system was kind of meh, and to- when I was getting towards the end of the game, I was thinking a lot about the skills, and I kept thinking, man, I really need to play D- Disco Elysium. I really need to finish that game. Hmm. And so that's what I've been doing. I'm on day four now. I'm not going to... I think I'm going to say a lot more about it when I finish it. Um, needs to say, I'm enjoying the hell out of the game. I've gone quite a ways. Yeah, you got um, further, like, really fast, further than you uh, had before, right? Yeah, no, That that's one thing about this game. is like, you really have to just set aside time and just get ready to jump into it, I think, because if you're on the Discord and you're you're watching the game, you're browsing around, you're never going to start it. You know, it's a game that requires your attention, your focus, and it rewards you so much for giving it that. Oh, for but, sure. Um, you do need to be ready for that. But God, you know, it really feels, maybe it's premature to say, but it really feels like the kind of game that, like, ruins other video games for you. You know, because <laughs> now you've seen how it can be done so good it's like i want every game to be this yeah. i get that but I'll, I'll comment more on disco when i finish it yeah uh i did as well as finish whistling 3 i finished remnant from the ashes with my friend eric and we also purchased and finished uh, at least one run of the subject 2923 dlc uh so oh, okay. after finishing the game um it was very fun. It was a great co-op experience. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't really have a whole lot of negative to say about it other than stuff I said before. I think the biggest problem with the game, for me, at least for my tastes, comes from the attempt at making a quasi-roguelike game with randomized dungeons and randomized routes and bosses and all that in a Dark Souls environment. And, you know... I think this really just is going to be a taste thing. There's going to be people who love that it does that. I don't really care about that all that much. I mean, it is cool seeing other routes when I play on Eric's World, but what is really annoying about it is that that means that pretty much all of the level transitions between zones are narrowed down to these um, small doorways, and it's really easy to get confused about where you're at in the world and what you're doing. Because you don't have any visual landmarks to guide you. Because it's all supposed to be randomized. So you never see where you're going like past your current zone. I can't, you know... Hmm. Dark Souls has visual storytelling to the max. You know, the very first thing you're told in the first game, you have to go ring a bell up top. Then you have to go ring a bell down below. And you, you don't know where you're going. But you can look up and you can see that bell tower. And you're like, I know I need to go there. And so you're just heading in the general direction of there until you find it. And then you finish that, and you're like, okay, I all of a sudden need to go down. So I don't know where I need to go, but I know I need to go down. You know? Are you saying Remnant could Remnant Remnant stole been... bells from Dark Souls? No, I'm saying... No, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying at all. I'm, I don't know where you got... Th- I'm saying that Remnant really could have benefited from, like, less of the randomized stuff they attempted to do and more yeah. just thoughtful 
world design and level cohesion. No, just the ringing of two bells as like the first thing you do. No, I think he was describing no, no. Dark Souls. I was describing Dark Souls. I was, oh, I was saying, oh, I like, thought you were I was saying, saying. I was saying this is. About... I was saying this is how visual storytelling is done in Dark Souls, okay. and that's that actually so makes good. more sense. Yeah. Okay. And Remnant has none of that. Is what I'm saying. Like with Remnant, because each zone, you know, you could be entering one of five different zones or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how many are preset. It, it's never going to show you. Oh, hey, that's the zone with the thing that that guy said I need. So I need to head towards that direction. And okay, as. Yeah. And one of the reasons why that's really annoying is that if you're a completionist exploring type of gamer, you look at the path you're supposed to go, and then you explore the other side paths first, right? I mean, I'm yeah. not the, I know I'm not the only guy who does that. It's really impossible to do that in Remnant. And, like, often you'll get one or, like, two or three zones deep before realizing that, oh, wait, okay, this is the main path. And so you have to kind of backtrack, and backtracking in the game is not very fun uh, to go back to the side paths. But, you know, I'm kind of nitpicking at that point. Overall, it comes together well. It's a solid 8 out of 5 co-op experience. 8 out of 5, wow. A solid 8.5 co-op experience. Uh, the Subject 2923 DLC, if you enjoy Remnant, you should probably get it because it's just another realm for you to explore. And it's uh, really cool. I enjoy now, it. Now, is good, that... It's actually, it actually is a direct sequel to the game as well. Like, it's a continuation of the story. Oh, all right. Is the um, the 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 um, is it procedurally generated like a rogue like or is it just <clears throat> variations? I think it's just variations. Okay, it, with like the there's certain things that are always going to be true. Like I've noticed in this one zone, there's always going to be this merchant, and he's behind a door that you can't access from the side that you see at first. You have to go, you know, all the way around shortcut style Dark Souls to open the door, and. Mm that merchant is always going to be next to a shortcut that works like that. But where that shortcut is and how the level is structured around that can vary. And, and so is it, uh, with, with, with it as being variations and not necessarily elements being randomized, is it still like, so in, in Souls games, you, you get a sense of accomplishment from like mastering areas, right? Is it uh-huh. much harder to do that because you're never... Is is it that much variation where it's harder to master areas? No, because in your in your campaign, the areas will never change. Okay. It's that when you re-roll the campaign, or gotcha. when you join a friend's campaign, they might have a completely different layout than you do. All so right, in right. your world, you will eventually master it. And uh, there, the game has a map. It has a mini-map and all that um, for that zone. So like, <clears throat> you will eventually like have all your maps filled out and you'll get a good idea of where you're going and where to, you know, uh, where, where the side things are, but it takes time. Well, without having played it, you know, in theory, that seems like a cool thing that you could join a friend's game and they would have a modified <laughs> experience. Yeah, no, that, and, and that's why it. I'm saying it really just goes down to taste. I, I know that I would have rather preferred being less confused about the world around me and more mm. um, engaged with the world and like the exploration. But I also know that there's people who's going to reroll their campaign. They're going to play the game with a bunch of different people. And it's going to be really cool and rewarding for them to see all the things. And I mean, even mm. talking with Greg, Greg, Greg's been playing it with another friend of ours uh, in a different campaign. You know, he's seeing bosses I've never seen. And, that, and that's kind of oh, cool to talk wow. about. And that, that, that is probably the most, randomized thing about it is that um 
like a roguelike, <clears throat> the bosses that you encounter could be one of like four or five different bosses for whatever area you're in. So you will see different bosses, and the bosses have unique loot, so you'll get different unique loot. And that 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 is a really cool aspect of it. So yeah, replayability is high. Yeah, uh, the game is kind of structured around like a bunch of different zones. Like you have Earth, you have like the desert world, you have the swamp world, uh, you have the forest world. Well, I guess that is swamp world. Um, the DLC, the snow world. I'm a sucker for snow worlds, so <laughs> it was a um, pretty wait, easy wait, for me. snow world. Okay, sorry, snow world. Yeah, like yeah. it's snowy. Is there a Blight Town? Yes. <laughs> of course there is. There's always a Blight Town in these fucking games. Also, uh, does the game have guns in it? Uh, yes, Flask. Okay, okay. Okay, you just making sure. Wait, week. it does have guns confirmed? Like, it does. With the bullets and combustion? Yeah, okay. Game with guns. All right, mm. got it. Scribbles furious. Good game. And that's all I got to say about that, and it's uh, all I got for my roundtable. Does anybody else have anything? That's uh, all I got. That's cool. That's right. all I got. Let's go ahead and jump right into a break, fellas. Vito, can I send you a photo of my food? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Sure. Tell them no. Want me to live review it? Yeah, live review my shit right now. Mm. This wasn't put, part of the plan. I put it in pod general, dude. I see you didn't send it to me. You sent it to everybody. Yep, it's... I sent it to everyone. I want everyone. I but I want your opinion, special. Vito. <laughs> um, I got a, a couple. Right off the bat, I have a couple of issues with this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin it for you, though, man. I mean, enjoy, I, enjoy it. All right, come on. I, I like a review. Look, man, he, right. he, he posted his food in, in social media, you know. He's looking All for right. criticism. Hard shell? Shit. There you go. First, first no, 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 no. I don't have a problem with the hard shell. I do. Uh, hard shell is just fine. <clears throat> John, soft I agree. shell. I'm usually a soft shell guy, but hard shell is just fine. Uh, my problem is that you didn't you didn't grill your tortillas, so you're eating tacos on cold ass. I don't mind tortillas. That. I uh, I put yeah, the uh, the tortilla tortillas in uh, what do you call it, aluminum foil, and then I just put it in the microwave, or the oven for a little bit. Jesus. You put it in the oven? Yeah, all right, I was about to. And there's so read. many of them. What are you, a giant? <laughs> yeah, you he baked yeah. them, dude. He baked <laughs> He's them, hungry. Right? I, I actually didn't eat lunch, man. That's like oh, my boy. meal for the day. Hey, right. but you know what? Is that, uh, you got green chilies on top green of that? Green chilies, man. I don't so like that's how pretty, you stack pretty legit. <laughs> what do you, what do you I don't. Mean? I don't like how it's you stack them either. Enough. There's a there's a way to fold them. And there's then stack a, well, them I didn't fold them. Other. The the one underneath is folded though. It's like kind of holding itself up. Uh, well, you know. Is the back of that front tortilla touching the taco in the that's middle? That's what it looks like. Because that's a problem. Oh, I can't tell you because that's I ate it already, dude. Right. Also, is that an anime weed grinder? Yeah, that is. <laughs> oh lord. No, no, we <laughs> you know what? I give you. I, I didn't like the presentation of the tortillas, but I give you points for the green chilies on top. You don't see that too often, and that's very that's very nice. Thank you, Vito. I actually you expected w- you to explode because there's cheese on it. But uh, you know, you know, I don't I was put gonna, the cheese on mine. I was going to use it, that for like the bit, but like for the break bit, but it's just doesn't work anymore. 
Uh, you know, to, to each his own. You know, regular tacos, though, they're not going to come with cheese. So Yeah, I know that. I I'm, just, not, I like, I'm not I the personally like putting cheese on my tacos. And they would do more of like a queso fresco, not a... Uh, you're, it's like shredded. Right. Yeah, it's like it's literally just shredded cheddar, dude. And you got what hot sauce? Is that what that is? Yep. It's not bad. I've seen. I've seen is that a grinder in the corner? Anime grinder. It's a grind anime. Grind anime. I shoot it right into my bloodstream. Later in the spoiler bunker. Be real. You were mad about the cheese. <laughs> I was furious about the cheese. Can we talk about the cheese? I hated the cheese. He's using first off, he's got cheese on there. Second of all, he's using some some cheap bag cheese. Ugh, disgusts me. Absolutely disgusts me. For a man of your refinement. Yeah. And the tortillas really did bother me. Welcome back, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. We are going to just briefly cover a little bit of news. And that news is that today, about five hours ago, Sony had their big PS5 debut event. We saw a price. We saw a release date, I think. And uh, I didn't actually watch any of it. I didn't see any of it. So John and Flask, I know you guys were reporters on the ground at the Sony conference. Yeah, well, I had a confession. Oh, I did watch most of it. I woke up late, and I missed, like, the first two. I missed Final Fantasy, and I I got into, like, the very end of them showing off Spider-Man. God damn, this is the worst gaming journalism podcast. (laughs) You also weren't talking about it at all, so I just assumed you hadn't watched it. Yeah, I was kind of, like, half awake, but I definitely was there. I was, like, getting, you know, awake and stuff. Definitely say that Sony so far is absolutely destroying Microsoft or Xbox in this, uh, I guess if you call it a console war, console war. That's Certainly for sure. Yes. If you could even call it a console war. Well, I mean, it's not, I don't know, that really <laughs> More like a anymore. skirmish. It's more, more, it's like, more like a quagmire, if you ask me. Console slaughter. R- right. Console massacre. I was actually there at the event, funny enough. Destruction. So, oh, Flash, why don't you, uh, why don't you take us away and tell tell us about uh, what happened at the start of the, start of the event that our sure. lead reporter I'll, slept through? I'll just go through the, the, the highlights of the things that I saw while I was there in my seat at the conference. Um, sure. Final Fantasy sixteen got shown off for the first time, right? There was no previous trailer or anything? As far as I know, yes. Uh, I don't even know if the game had been confirmed. Yeah, so Final Fantasy 16, full-on trailer, full-on showing off. Like, a weirdly not, I don't know, it was like not pre-rendered because they were doing all the cutscenes in-engine. So it felt very, like, reasonable in terms of what they were presenting. Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't like made up. It was just sort of what is going to be, you know, what the yeah. game is going to be. <clears throat> I, 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 felt like, I felt I could definitely imagine most of what we saw looking like a cutscene. I watched it after the fact. Yeah. Uh, that game I'm, looked you know, awesome. It oh, look cool. it looks so cool, dude. Yeah, I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, but this might be. Did somebody say in the Discord, or did I imagine this, that they were getting like Metal Gear Solid vibes from the trailer? Uh, I felt that. I thought I saw one of you guys write that, though. Oh, really? 
I didn't see that. I didn't didn't get that impression. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I I wasn't getting those vibes. For that game, uh, the producer for it is uh, Naoki Yoshida, or Yoshi P. Yoshi P. He is... uh, he is basically like the director for Final Fantasy fourteen. And then I 14. guess uh the MMO, Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Uh and also apparently the director for combat is the dude who does the Devil May Cry games. Nice, yeah, it looked like that. <laughs> yeah. The combat looks looks super cool. Or like the you know, the last Final Fantasy game has real time combat also, right? And then like it, that's this is a new thing though for the Final Fantasy series in general, like real time combat. Or I no? guess yeah, I guess it's supposed to be like a turn based game. I've only played fourteen and fifteen, so I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I remember it all being turn based stuff, but this this new one. Well, fifteen looks, was uh, sort of real time, right? Fifteen was real time. Yeah. But I'm saying before that though. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It looks you know, like we saw uh, like a couple. What I assume are like aeons or summons or whatever at the end there. I'm not sure how much I like the sort of like very like hyper realistic aeons. They're kind of just like monsters, but it looked like a, like maybe Ifrit or something like that at the end there. I said I said Ifrit out loud to nobody because nobody was watching it with me. <laughs> John was there. You're alive. I was in spirit. Yeah. I I went for years in my head reading that name in games before I ever heard anybody say it out loud, so I still hear it as Ifrit. That's why I, I know you're correct. That's not like, you know, remarkably different from how it's actually pronounced. Um, Miles Morales, you know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, we saw some gameplay from that. Uh, it takes place one year after the events of the Spider-Man PS4. It's oh, wait, title. I thought it was Spider-Man PS4 again, except nope. longer. Oh, no, it's a standalone. Is it, is it a full game? I don't I know. I believe that there are two different prices for it. Um, I think it's a standalone game that's like $40. I think there's maybe a special edition or something that's 70 or something like that, and the special edition comes with the original Spider-Man or hmm. Spider-Man oh, PS4 okay. or whatever. So it's like an expansion. Yeah. It's like a big okay. expansion, it sounds like. Yeah. All right. Looks dope. Combat um, looked cool. Yeah, look, yeah trailer looks like great. like good old yeah. Spider-Man PS4 gameplay. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which uh, we got leaked, you know, a couple of years ago, and uh, we saw the full-on trailer for that. And it's like a like an maybe open worlds uh, RPG experience. <clears throat> the um, the leaked gameplay like, trailer from a while back definitely implied. I mean. If not, just outright suggested open world. Okay, that would be neat. That would be really, really cool. Kind of had like a, oh, you know, great Elder Scrolls vibes a little bit, or uh, yeah, <laughs> the combat. I, I looked think it a looks great bit, too. Uh... <laughs> and I and uh, I think it, I think it either takes place in the distant past or somewhat future. It takes place in the nineteenth century. Okay, it's so it's not that distant in the past, early eighteen hundred, yeah. But, I mean, that's far enough away that they don't really have to wed themselves to, like, pretty much anything in the Harry Potter no. universe. Like, the I established like lore and all that. And I, I love that. Yeah. Because we, you know, kind of we kind of know about that old 20th century. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Because um, I, I, like, I like Harry Potter. Yeah, um, yeah no, I... Black Ops. 
Black Ops Cold War. I'm excited War. for it just because it looks cool. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, if it was just Harry Potter, that would be one thing. But like, but because it actually so looks like it might yeah. be really neat. Yeah. Sorry, yes. go ahead. Black Ops. No, a thing I don't. Yeah, no. About. Black Ops Cold War. Uh, whatever. Kurt's not here, so I don't have to talk about it. Dude, um, they what? that trailer uh, Greg, Greg was super cool. Player. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, they showed the campaign thing. That's what I was able to watch at work. Dude, he fucking stabs a dude in the brain with a knife and then uses him as a shield. That was badass. <laughs> in gameplay? Yeah, in gameplay. I am 100%. I hope in multiplayer you can take people as uh, shields. That'll be oh, I, insane. I just saw this right now. Yeah, human shield. I think he snaps his neck. There's another dude I know. He stabs him he just stabs straight him. up in the brain. Dude. That's wild. Cold, cold War tactics. Cold War. Cold-blooded tactic. Cold, cold, cold World. Cold World. Cold-blooded Cold World. Speaking of Cold Worlds, uh, there was a uh, another Resident Evil 8 trailer. Don't try to be uh, Andy and do that. <laughs> Excuse, uh, right. uh, Excuse me. Just, just stop. <laughs> Sorry. He meet, he means he meets be a great podcast host who's always on fire. Go ahead, Flux. <laughs> speaking of uh, fire or the opposite thereof, and uh, <clears throat> speaking of that Enough. opposite thereof, Resident Evil Eight trailer uh, showed Gold. off more witchiness. Uh, showed off Very a witchy. strangely like a like a. Coraline ass looking. This is great radio. Uh, fairy tale sequence described yeah. by what seemed like Mia, um, and then, but there was like, they showed a dude, and I thought he was the merchant because he says something. He's oh, like, "Oh yeah, if yeah, you're just window yeah, shopping, feel free to take all the time." I'm like, yeah, Ooh. they got they tease like a different merchant type character. That or he might just be an older merchant. Well, he looks fat, and he's not. Yeah. No, I don't want I'm that t- to be the merchant. <laughs> Sorry, dude. He's just old and fat now. I don't like that. He was he Take was old away. in Resident Evil Four, wasn't he? Like he wasn't a young guy. Not a young. He guy. Was seems pretty chipper. Lot. I like him. He was also a Las Vegas host, right? And also, so he had many brothers. <laughs> yes, he also well, yeah. Until you shoot one of them, and then their brothers don't want to hang out. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, Resident Evil, cool, cool stuff. Uh, I kind of hope that they don't actually lean into supernatural territory. Not, I kind of hope. I absolutely, hundred percent hope that they don't actually lean into supernatural territory. I hope it's just the sort of like world building, an atmosphere of stuff that is disguised as uh, supernatural occurrences, but is actually underneath everything still like bio goo. Well, I hope it's just uh, they make it an anthology series, like like the rumor was, and this Resident Evil series with uh, Ethan is just supernatural shit. I'd be fine with that. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the objection is. I'm, I'm sure you have a good reason, though, for us. Because I really like the whole thing that Resident Evil does and has always done, and like I feel like there's so much territory to cover that they haven't, and so moving into supernatural territory would sort of take would 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 lose focus from the like the bioweapon angle which i just adore so that's like fair. i yeah a lot of other series do supernatural stuff i think resident evil is completely fine to just always go with science <laughs> um but that's just my opinion and that's just all the resident evil games we've had up this point so i guess who knows 
Uh, we got another trailer for Deathloop. Still might be fun. It's the time loop game where you're killing people. I we still haven't really seen much about that game, right? Other than just like the same trailers. basic premise over and over again. Just saying you yeah, kill people. Yeah, exactly. Just, and there's just another person trying to kill you. Right. Um, and kind of like Dishonored-esque combat. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. <laughs> which uh, I know some some communities are pretty hyped about. Um, it will be launching with the PS5. Cool. And uh, I haven't played any of the DMC series, but I know certain people are really excited about that. Um, Those games are fun. Yeah. Uh, an Oddworld Soulstorm trailer. Not an Oddworld guy, but maybe maybe one day I'll play some Oddworld games. But uh, um, I don't know what to say about that. Oh, shit, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, of course. hey Everyone's very happy. So people in my other Discord started saying uh, Gregory a bunch, and I didn't understand what they were talking about, but I guess in the trailer, <laughs> yeah. they're like talking to someone named Gregory. Yeah, yeah. Very, I did like the, 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 the voice. Oh I thought that was the, the female voice that, that uh, is like speaking to Gregory, who I assume is the protagonist. I did think that was kind of a creepy uh, voice acting. Um, Demon Souls, Demon Souls trailer. Yeah. Um, it looks very pretty. Looks very good. It's gorgeous. Uh, we were kind of speculating whether it would actually look that good, but hopefully yeah, it does. Too pretty. It looks really, really good. Really pretty lighting. Yeah, lighting. How do it do that? And blue sparklies when you kill people. Um, nice. And <laughs> notoriously, <clears throat> at the end, after the trailer, they throw up the splash screen saying it's, you know, PlayStation, PlayStation exclusive. And at the bottom in, in, uh, in fine print, they had like, uh, not available on other consoles for a limited time, also available on PC. And when people saw that, they were going nuts about it. And because you know, coming to PC, so, yeah, shit. So it's on PC. Uh, so it's except it's really not exclusive. What? It's not. They announced. Uh, they says... they quickly made a <laughs> retraction about that, saying it was a mistake. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. They have sure. retracted. So that. I, I, it is a mistake. Surely that I, means I have no. They just I have didn't no way to interpret this. Exactly. Like I have no way to interpret this other than it's definitely coming to PC. And Sony definitely got pissed that they announced that during the Sony event. That may very well be, yeah. I sure hope it's going to PC. <laughs> I'm going to bet a month or two out of the PS5 launch, we're going to hear a PC announcement. It's so weird that that got through, though, you know? <laughs> like, that someone weird. had to put that there. I guess they probably reused that screen and just threw up Demon Souls on it. And they, uh, did, they, did, my, say, uh... Uh, they, they did say... They did say... Uh, it was quote unquote human error, but like again, where does the human right. error come into that that it doesn't get caught anywhere along the chain? Yeah, the person was Can just trying to tell Demon us Souls that it was coming now? to PC. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I was asking flash questions during the uh, our little spoiler bunker, um, but he refused to answer them. So if you've played Demon Soul, you played the original Demon Soul, some of you guys. So is yes. this game looking like uh is it a pretty 
remastering? Is it a re-envisioning? Vito, zones? that game yeah. looked like shit on the PS. <laughs> no, no, I, what, but what I'm asking is, basically is, it, is, is it the still zones the same game? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I believe it is, yeah. I just think they... Uh, I'm not 100%, but I believe they added some content to it, possibly. Or, like, you know, like, fleshed it out better. As far as, like, these bosses that they, they're showing, they flashed a bunch of bosses in the trailer. Everything they've shown so far uh, has been in the game. They've been yes. in the game, okay. Yeah. Cool. And the gameplay we saw in this trailer, while there was no HUD, so it's kind of like a weird, like, uh, a very much cinematic like version of the gameplay. It, it looks similar enough, although it looked like whoever was playing was having a pretty easy time of it. I'm not sure if that's just because they were like... Yeah, every enemy is a one-hit kill, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> boss. Um, so I'm not sure what was going on with that, but... It, I mean, the gameplay looked similar enough. It's, it's really just hard to tell without any sort of, like... Without the feeling of you being actually in the game with the HUD and everything. Hmm. Um, and also, it just looking like maybe they were kind of walking through everybody. Uh, fucking Fortnite. Uh, PlayStation Plus collection. A bunch of PS4 games coming to the PS5. I don't even remember what all those games were. Um, but just like you know, PS4 games. And uh, then they announced the price, which uh, the the high end version is four ninety nine, and the digital version is three ninety nine. Which is a hundred dollars more than the Xbox digital version. So that's interesting. You were saying, uh, that is, Andy, that that is interesting. They didn't even bring it down by fifty dollars. They just they went for it. You were saying that. Yeah. Right? No. I. Yes. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> I was collecting my thoughts. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I mean. I think it's interesting that I kind of retract what I said, though, because, like, the thing about the price difference between the Xbox and the Sony, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Xbox is a discless and somewhat inferior console, whereas the Sony is just an inferior console. I think So the fact the that case. the cheaper version is not closer in price is less surprising to me now than when I first reacted and said that. I guess that. I guess that's true. Yeah. And then uh, they, you know, it's launching on uh, November twelfth here, November twelfth. And also and they also, threw out a uh, teaser for God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a big God of War. Right. Game. I Very hardly even called a teaser. Yeah, it's, it's just, really a, logo. just a title screen. Yeah, I guess they're confirming it's coming out in twenty twenty one. They should have just had in the background, boy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was. I mean, I don't know. We don't sound that excited about it, but it was a. It was a good show. I mean, it was. They showed yeah, off. Yeah, for what it was, it showed off good the stuff. new games that are coming out. I mean, all the games they showed off looked great. There was no game that I was yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm gonna definitely pass that up. I thought. PlayStation has strong. games. PlayStation got games. PS got games. the games. Now, do they have enough games to make you want to buy it on launch? No, sorry. <laughs> Especially because, like, uh, the way I see it, you know. As of now, or as of I guess November, I can get a PS5 or an Xbox, or whatever, or I can get it like a 3080. You yep. know, uh, yeah, yeah, 3080 gonna win, which is I'm sure why they priced win. it like that. What's that? To compete. I'm sure. 
Uh, he's saying he's sure that's why they price it like that to compete. I agree. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, overall, uh, right. PlayStation did good. Give him a thumbs up. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to make a seamless cut here. All right. Uh, so we're running a little late on time. I don't want to cut Vito Brain short. I'd rather do it, uh, give it justice. Let Greg, you know, do everything defend. he can to defend his crown. Give it your <laughs> chance to defend himself. Yeah. I've already got Vito's answers locked and loaded, so you know, you know, you guys don't have to worry about Vito googling the answers later on and cheating. <laughs> they, they don't stand a chance this he time. You wouldn't do that. He's Vito. I'm gonna melt their minds. All right, so can't enter this brain. Um, we're gonna release a separate episode, I think, that's gonna just focus on the Vito brain, so we can give it its justice. But as a tease, I think I'll go ahead and read off Vito. Pick a question, one of the six, and I'll read it off Ooh. for the for the crowd. While you're doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and tell our listeners about our email at broken campfire, broken campfire at gmail.com, where you can send us. Your questions, your comments, your concerns, your suggestions for Vito Brain even. Vito doesn't check the emails, so don't worry about that. Oh um, and, uh, you know, if you have, especially if you have questions for us, questions about games, topics you want us to consider, we will do that on air. Uh, and while, you know, right after your listening experience is done, why don't you go ahead and rate us a 5 out of 5 on iTunes. If you have constructive criticism, send it to us. Um... Tell your friends about the podcast. Listen to the Vita Brain next episode to figure out, well, to help get some uh, data to help you figure out what's going on inside Vito's brain. Good luck. <laughs> Not a lot. And Vito, <laughs> and what what number am I reading aloud? Yeah, let's go with uh, number one. That's a good teaser. All right. You are sitting in an empty bar in a town you've never visited before, drinking Bacardi with a soft-spoken acquaintance. You barely know. After an hour, a third individual walks into the tavern and sits by himself. And you ask the acquaintance who the new man is. Be careful of that guy, you're told. He is a man with a past. A few minutes later, a fourth mem- or a fourth person enters the bar. He also sits alone. You ask your acquaintance who this new individual is. Be careful of that guy, too, he says. He is a man with no past. Which of these people do you trust less? Can you can you, so throw you guys that up in text form? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that up in text form. Trust yeah, me, you guys no can ask less. Well, we're not answering them now, John. All right, but it's, no, that's no, the no, answer no. though. But he's but he's locking himself in. All right, remember, John can't change his answer next time. Yeah, no past. You know what I mean? Like that one dude might have done something shady, but at least you know John, about it. The other guy, John, John, yeah. Let's save it. All right. <laughs> I get it. The boys agree, excited. Though. Vito brain. He wants to get into that brain. Wants to get into that brain. Oh, brain. I'm in the brain. And you should be excited too, and you can check out the next episode. And Vito, why don't you tell us who's going to end this episode? Good night, everyone. Fuck. Sorry, Vito. You took too long. Fucking step up to the plate, kiddo. I asked. I asked Vito to tell us who was going to end the episode. Yeah, but don't you understand, Andy? Greg is the veto brain still. He knew I was going to say Greg. <laughs> oh my god. We gotta, maybe we don't got to do this again. Seems like he's got it. 
I'm feeling less Greg's, confident. Greg's had it so long. He, Greg's had it so long that his brain is like <laughs> the Vito brain and his brain are, are like morphing into each other. I can't wait Synced. for Flash to guess me wrong on every question again. <laughs> I think more for of Flash you, than you think of yourself, complete, sir. <laughs> complete misunderstanding of who Vito is. Flash thinks Vito is a, a super nice guy and not just this <laughs> drunken asshole that we all barely tolerate. <laughs> I'm kidding, Vito. I was doing it for the for the pod. Are we done? Yeah. Are we done recording? We're do- we're still we're still technically recording, and as long as we're recording, I'm I'm on air. But I'm I, mean, I never know when Flask is going to 